Welcome to Eternal Promises with your host and founder, Jeff Tobler. Because all of the promises of God in Christ are yes and in Him, amen. And this is the promise He has promised us, even eternal life. So in Ephesians 4, verse 29, Paul says, Let no corrupt word proceed out of your mouth. But what is good for necessary edification, that it may impart grace to the hearers, and do not grieve the Holy Spirit of God. Now, if Paul said that we need to do this, we certainly have the power to do it. So let's find out how. Stick with me. To participate in the show, we invite you to submit your question or comment online at eternalpromises.org forward slash radio. And now, here's your host, Jeff Tobler. Well, welcome to the program, everyone. This is Jeff with Eternal Promises, and I hope you are enjoying the day wherever you are, because this is the day that the Lord has made. Now, you might say, well, hey, Jeff, this isn't Sunday. Well, I would agree with you if it's not Sunday, (laughs) but I would still say this is the day that the Lord has made. He has made every day, and he is Lord of not only the Sabbath, But he's Lord of every day, and he's Lord of lords and King of kings, and he should be Lord over all of the words that we speak, and Lord over our tongue. Now, certainly, let me start with this. We say things that we don't even realize we have said, and we destroy friendships sometimes. We say things that are deep wounds for people. And so we need to be careful about that. But certainly there are things that we're not even aware of. We don't mean to offend. And we say these things, we realize maybe later or someone comes to us or maybe the Lord brings it to our attention. And at that time, we can, we can make it right. We can ask for forgiveness. We can explain what we meant to say, etc. What I'm talking about today are not those unintentional uh, things that we might say that offend. But I'm talking about being very intentional about our words, very intentional about really the source of our words, which is our heart. That's what Jesus says. He says, a good man out of the good treasure of his heart brings forth good things. And an evil man out of the evil treasure brings forth evil things. So if our heart is right before the Lord, and and he's the one that makes our heart right. In other words, we, we repent. We come to the Lord and say, I need you, Lord. I can't do this without you. I believe that you are the Son of God. I believe that you were crucified, died, and was buried. And on the third day, you rose again. I believe that. And I believe you died for my sins, Lord. I want to be your student. And I want to be a son of my Father in heaven. And you know... He accepts you just like that. And he starts a work in your life of sanctification, of redeeming you, and even redeeming our words. You know, people have wonderful testimonies of coming into the kingdom and, and immediately they stop cursing. Their, their language has changed. Others, it takes some time. Now, I would say that by and large, that's because we are slow, not because God is slow. But the point is, he works with us. 
We all go at a different pace, but we should be we should be trying to sanctify, work with God in sanctifying our speech. He's not going to force himself on us. And this is what Paul is saying. He says, let no corrupt word proceed out of your mouth, but what is good for necessary edification, that it may impart or give grace to the hearers. And do not grieve the Holy Spirit of God. Now listen to that. Why would he add, do not grieve the Holy Spirit of God, when he's talking about speech that does not edify or corrupt speech? Well, when we say things that are unholy, unclean, unloving, bitter, and I could go on cursing, we are not speaking in a way that pleases God. God wants our our words to, to speak life, to speak the truth. Now, sometimes the truth does hurt people. Uh, the, the, the truth that Jesus spoke, certainly people got offended over. I'm not talking about that. We can't be politically correct uh, just to please people. We need to speak the truth, but that's the point. Let's speak the truth. Let's not lie. When we speak about a politician, speaking the truth about a policy that is ungodly, Speaking against abortion, for example. Speaking the truth about how God has created males and females and how beautiful his creation is and that we ought not pervert it. Those things we can speak and even rebuke. But we need to be careful that we don't name, call, demean, that we, that we don't stoop to a level that doesn't honor God. We can speak the truth but we can do it in such a way that, is re- that it's respectable, that it honors God, that it even respects the person we're talking to because they have been created the same way that you have in the image and likeness of God. And we, we want to be careful because we're here in the, in the business, if you will, of redeeming people, not repelling people. As I said before, sometimes our words, because they are the truth, are going to repel people. But we ought not repel people simply because we're miserable to be around and our speech is like that of the world. No, we're supposed to be speaking differently. Let's go to uh, 1 Peter 3, verses 8 through 12, and listen to what Peter's saying here. This is so critical to what I believe Jesus was saying in Matthew 12. This is 1 Peter 3. Verses 8 through 12, he says, Finally, all of you be of one mind. Listen to this having compassion for one another, love as brothers, be tender hearted, be courteous, not returning evil for evil or reviling for reviling, you know, tit for tat. He's saying, Don't do that. But on the contrary, blessing, return a blessing knowing that you were called to this, that you may inherit a blessing. Or, quote, he who would love life and see good days, let him refrain his tongue from evil and his lips from speaking deceit. Let him turn away from evil and do good. Let him seek peace and pursue it. For the eyes of the Lord are on the righteous, those who are doing what is right before the Lord. And his ears are open to their prayers. But the face of the Lord is against those who do evil. We could also say that the face of the Lord is against those who 
are unrighteous, are who do things that are not right before the Lord. I'm not talking about trying just to be a good person to get yourself into heaven. We come to the Lord having nothing to offer him except for repentance, except for, I'm sorry, Lord, and and I want to be joined to you simply by the merits of the work of the cross and of the resurrection. But when we are in that place, if we don't appropriate the power that God has given us, we will be accountable for that. This is the whole point of what Peter's saying in 1 Peter 3, what Paul is writing to the Ephesians in Ephesians 4, what Jesus is talking about in Matthew 12, what James is referring to in James chapter 1 and chapter 3. What is he saying? Appropriate the power of God. Walk in the grace and the Spirit of God in such a way that God has control even over our tongues and our words and our thoughts and our eyes and what we put our hand to. In other words, the whole of our life should be under the control and influence of the Holy Spirit, of the Lord Jesus Christ. If he is truly Lord, he should be Lord of all in our life. We shouldn't compartmentalize where the Lord has control and where he doesn't have control. No, the Lord should have control over all. And and again, he doesn't force us. He wants us to yield to his control. Listen to what James says. He says, if anyone among you thinks he is religious, in other words, has a heart toward God, and does not bridle his tongue, but deceives his own heart, this one's religion is useless. We're going to find out what that means in the next segment. Jeff will be back in just a moment with some closing thoughts. Listen to Eternal Promises with Jeff Tobler every weekday, or listen online at eternalpromises.org forward slash radio. This is Jeff, and I want to encourage you to go to the website, eternalpromises.org, eternalpromises.org, and there you're going to find that we're involved in many things. One is this radio ministry that you're listening to. The other is an orphanage over in Uganda, and in fact, many children there who really are dependent on your support. Of course, we're trusting in the Lord, but the Lord works through His church, and you who are hearing this have an opportunity to give to feed, to clothe, to educate an orphan. Additionally, online, we have tracks. We have many other resources. We have uh, thank you cards that are fabulous. Uh, Many more things. And I just encourage you to go check out the website. And if you feel like giving, if you feel led to give, please give generously. We have many needs. And lastly, check out the teachings, the archives, the broadcasts, because we're taking a bold stand and we need you to boldly stand with us. Go to eternalpromises.org and stand with us. To participate in the show, submit your question or comment online at eternalpromises.org forward slash radio or by calling toll free 888 love god That's 888 love god And now, here's your host, Jeff Tobler. Well, welcome back to the program. This is Jeff with Eternal Promises. And we're going over uh, well several verses that deal with this common theme of a tongue that is either sanctified, in other words, our words are pleasing to God, or they are not pleasing to God. They are either heavenly or they are earthly, sensual, demonic. Maybe you think, well, I don't speak demonically. You know, well, demonic words in the way that Paul talks about them doesn't have to do with 
the way the movies portray demonic activity, anything that is against God can have its root in a demonic temptation. Let's put it this way. We are in spiritual warfare. We know there are demons trying to influence us, even in our speech and what we do. But here's the key. By the power of God, we can actually uh, please God with our tongue. We can bridle our tongue. How do we do that? Well, it starts in the heart, because it's out of the abundance of the heart that we speak. And Peter puts it this way, turn away from evil and do good. Seek peace. And I would say it's like Jesus saying, seek first the kingdom of God and his righteousness, and all these things will follow. You know, by the way, Peter's quoting out of Psalm 34, verses 12 through 16. So I would encourage you, as you're thinking about this, as you're meditating on his word, where it talks about speaking pure words, no corrupt word, bridling your tongue, etc. Understand first that it comes from the power of God and then us yielding to his power. You've been listening to Eternal Promises with your host and founder, Jeff Tobler. On behalf of all of us at Eternal Promises, thank you for listening. And we encourage you to lay hold of God's promises in your life today by loving the Lord your God with all your heart, with all your soul, with all your mind, and with all your strength. Because all of the promises of God in Christ are yes, and in Him, amen. This is a listener-supported broadcast, and your prayers and financial support are appreciated. You can support this ministry online at eternalpromises.org forward slash give or by calling 888-88-LOVE-GOD. That's 888-88-LOVE-GOD. This is the promise He has promised us, even eternal life. Eternal Promises Radio is produced by Eternal Promises Ministries. You're listening to Eternal Promises Radio with Jeff Tobler.